What a massive episode. Welcome back to Enlightenment and Laughter. Today, this is going to be a mess. And welcome to group therapy. And to kind of explain that, we had to kind of throw together an episode because it's been a stressful week. And to be honest, it, we kind of just thought it'd be a cool idea to try and try a new format and completely just talk about stuff that we wouldn't constitute to a full episode and kind of talk about how our week's gone, different aspects, which I know Sky is going to talk about. And Sky's here, by the way. Hello. <laughs> We've chose two topics and we're kind of going to dive into those and kind of just have a chat, let's be honest, because I mean, it's nice to kind of have chill back episodes as well as just being able to talk about all the stuff we have done on our week and different topics we'd like to talk about. And to start off, do you want to give us your first topic, Sky? Yes. So one of my topics is homework. Yeah, we've all started back at school now in the high years, year 10 and 11. And one of the main things that I've found that I've struggled with is homework. And that's because I would go from, like, do three pieces of homework a week, maximum four or five, to now having four pieces of homework a day and having set homework, like, nearly every day, or at least having to do homework every day just to get it done, which can be quite stressful because you've already got teachers going, oh, yeah, your GCSEs are coming soon, you need to focus. And then you have homework on top of that in year nine we didn't have any homework on the first day and now we've got loads yeah i can kind of add on to that because obviously me alongside sharky evan and jamie we're all in year 11 so we have all the homework owners plus revision plus any intervention stuff they give us to do as well so it only gets worse Yay. It's also at the same time pretty easy to manage, in my opinion. Like if you don't, if you don't need to be revising something, don't. Especially on top of like all the homework you will get. But yeah, I'm pretty overloaded with homework at the minute. I haven't done any. I need to do that to be honest. You yeah, it's because I have this. I'm learning all my stuff for my singing exam in the, the winter, the, in the drama school I go to. And I also have um, mental health groups I, my parents have signed me up for, which were recommended by the school and the mental health team, which helped with me last year. And they've all fallen all at the same time. But at the minute, my life is stressed out. We have mocks coming up. Anything you can add on to that, Hyde? I really just, I'm just like, I just get in through every week as easily as possible. I'm just crying. And I don't even like... I actually have that much homework, I don't think. Fair enough. I have basically nothing to add on to that topic, but... No, yeah. fair enough. But, like, I'm definitely falling behind on my homework, which is not good. Don't do that, people. But I've not got attention yet, which is a good sign. Almost did with one of our teachers, my chemistry teacher, um, almost gave me a detention because I left my homework at home. But homework is definitely a stressful aspect of being a teenager who is in high school. Because the further you like go into high school, you, you will get more and more and more and more homework. Which is lovely. We love that. Yay. I remember you, Sky, 
I used to call you a lot during like the first few weeks in between coming back to school and being in summer. Yeah. And like every time I'd call you, you'd be doing homework and I'd be like, do you ever do anything else? <laughs> do you do anything else but homework? One thing that's kind of good about the new year is that you can get yourself back into a routine. And like, even if you might have had a routine previously or anything, you can start new, you can start fresh. I've got more of a routine because I knew that I'd get more homework and I knew my problem was stressing. Because I'd leave it and I'd be like, oh, it's fine, I just need to rest for now. But then have it due the next day. So by getting into the new year, I've got a new routine where I'm trying to do it straight away. Or at least, like, in advance. And then I can rest later and don't have stress about it. That is me in a nutshell. I stress myself out over homework <laughs> too much. But at the same time, I'm also the hypocrite who goes, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. I'm going to go to sleep. Wakes up on the day of the when I have to hand it in. Oh, sugar. I think I'll get this done in five minutes. <laughs> Definitely not the way to go. <laughs> I'm I'm getting better. I've started doing a lot more homework sooner, but I need to change my attitude. I definitely have homework doing for tomorrow, which I've not done yet, 100%. Well, I know that um you might, well, for me, I personally put a lot of pressure on myself at school. Like, to always, I have high expectations, got to get this done. If I don't do this, I feel like I've done terribly. But then I always have to remind myself that there's other people who aren't doing the homework, who aren't doing as much work as me, which, like, not throwing shade on them. <laughs> but <laughs> but I know that a lot of situations I'm probably doing more than I have to or more than other people. I'm kind of like you, but I do the exact amount I need to and that's it. To be honest, one of my... And I, like, listen to music while I do um, my homework and it helps me, like, keep up my pace and stuff. On about music, yeah. that leaves us gently in to our next topic which is music <laughs> because hey. i know at least my, my life is highly influenced by music like i'm obsessed with musical theater i love listening to music or doing almost everything music helps me calm down from panic attacks for example would you rather live without tv or live without music i'd live without tv music i need music man Probably same to be honest. Yeah, I, I need I, Netflix and stuff anyway. So yeah, I need I need I need music in my life to be honest. Like mm-hmm. outside of school, and I know it's definitely something that I in my life I'd class really important because there's something about music to me which kind of the general term music. Everyone has their own opinions on music. They all have their own style. Yeah, the myth was like I've literally heard you listening to rap, and they're like, "That's not music," and it's like, "Yeah, it is. You like music? Yes, it is." I've never met a single person who doesn't listen to music in their own time. Yeah, because, like, music is that big that in, like, religions, like, music is a big part of that, like, different cultures and religions. Like, church, I know I, that's the main one I know about. Like, in, I know in church they sing hymns. In different cultures, like, you have music representing each culture, each country. It's like, music has such a big worldwide impact because like even like the poorest of countries which are struggling especially at the minute like i saw like different videos and different like things on the internet of like people of people just like even when they're having like a really down like day because like they've not got enough money for this or like something economically economically bad is that the word economically 
Yeah. You can say that. Okay. They like sit around, like some people sit around together and like sing and like, like music like lifted everyone's spirits and like, that's how, that's how I see music. It's, it's like some of the most we... like fun and like joyful parts of Christmas. Like people might hate Christmas, but you might like music and you'll listen to the songs. 100%. Like, I think different, like as we kept saying, like music is in every aspect of life. Or it can be. Like, mm. You can really have music anywhere. Does it work all the time? No. <laughs> have you seen Cats the Musical? Um, oh, that was shady. Um, <laughs> I don't like that film. <laughs> all right. Have you saw James Corden in a cat suit? Have you saw any of them in a cat suit? Taylor Swift was in that film in a cat suit. No. We don't talk about cats. We, yeah, no. Like, I definitely say my biggest. Like, there's only a select few singers who I listen to aren't musical theatre. Like, I say the main ones I actually listen to aren't musical theatre are Joshua Bassett, Livy Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, and Lewis Capaldi. They're like the four I could think of on the top of my head. I don't listen to pop songs. I only have like one of them. That's Billie Eilish. Yes, her music's good. I only listen to one of her songs, though. Do you know the one in the Barbie movie? Yeah, what I was made for. No, what was I made for? That one. I listened to um When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? That album. You know, the big popular one. Yes. That's my favourite. thing that links to music in the Barbie movie, though. Have you watched it? Twice. The big scene with Ken. I'm just Ken, right? I'm just Ken. Where did that come from? Oh, my God. I mean, it's become like a national meme. It's like in the Mario movie. Princess Peach at the end of the line. I'll make you mad. <laughs> it's like, where have these songs randomly come from in the middle of this film, which is not a musical? The big dance scene in Barbie, like 70s style music video. It's like, where did this come from? <laughs> this is like my trauma over the Barbie movie. I love the Barbie movie, but wow. It feels like a fever dream. Do you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, did I? Did this, did this actually happen? Is this a film? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What would you say is like your most. Listen to song over the last week. Uh, like musicals. <laughs> it's, not, it's musicals. Um, I don't actually know. You're making me think weirdly. When it comes to like Halloween, Christmas, that's my time to actually listen to music that isn't just musicals. Yes. And actually listen to other music. This week for me has been a mad Heather's week because I'm going to say the actual day on I went to watch Heather's musical. Live on stage. And it was amazing. Yeah, I went to watch it last night at the time of filming this. Insane. Like, the cast is so good. But as, like, a musical theatre person, hmm, because I'm so used to, like, having to (laughs) criticise what we do to get it perfect, seeing the performance on stage and being like, wait a minute, that doesn't look right, that doesn't look right. I'm like, I need to, I have to try and shut my brain off like that because I have that moment where I'm like, you're not in this production. Leave them alone. It's like, I can't, I can't stop that feeling of like I have to critique this because it has to be perfect. Yeah. Like the actor who plays JD, I love the actor who plays JD. He's insane. I've heard him on, I've heard him in so many different stuff over TikTok and stuff. He's insane. But the song meant to be yours is meant to be even in the whole I was. It's meant to still see and like act like I'm angry, but I'm trying to be like I'm in love with you at the same time. It's like yeah. His was really, really throughout the whole song, really floaty. And I was like, uh, you've not got the anger behind your words. And I'm like, in some bits it fit. Like the I was. Yeah. The I was meant to be yours. That bit. That bit was perfect for the floatiness of like the this is a really weird song. But even the 
I'm going to count to three. One, two. It kind of didn't feel like a, I'm angry and I'm screaming this. It felt like a, one, two, That's nothing. Like, especially after. the end of the song is meant to show, like, he's a psychopath. <laughs> yes. But it's nothing meant to, like, the actor, the actor is insane. I mean, I wasn't there. Yeah. It's meant to be able to, like, show... <laughs> that song specifically, I think, is, like, the breaking point of the character where you can actually see who truly is. Yeah. Because, obviously, you see him kill people throughout the show. Sorry if you're not watching Heaven, it's been out for ages. He's killed people <laughs> in the show, and you can see the psychopathic side of him, but you've always seen him really like, oh, Veronica... Like, oh, I love you. We're meant to be together forever. It's like, you've never really saw the whole, like, I'm not getting angry at you, Veronica, even though I love you because you're driving me insane. Like, you know, you don't see that until that song where he kind of just goes, well, what the hell? Yeah. And then it just, in some points, I've saw him do it before. I've, I've saw him do Meant to Be Yours before on TikTok, and he does it perfectly. So it's just nothing against the actor. It might, like, I don't know the circumstance behind yesterday. I don't know anything about why the decision behind that. It could be something that, it's serious, I don't know. But just from watching it in, and musicals in general, I sit there and I'm like, hmm, is this right at this point? Like, I remember watching Veronica's... Do you know when Veronica has a quick change during Beautiful? Yeah. I remember watching that as soon as she does the, okay, and then runs off stage. I remember watching that and going, like, I was, instead of like being like, oh, yeah, this is the musical, like, I'm, I'm actually there in Westerberg. I was like, I was like, oh, my God, are you going to make it? Are you going to make it? Are you going to make it? Because well, I saw what it's meant <laughs> to be like. So I know she has to yeah. run, get changed, get I there. Like, my brain was going, well, the side character, and you know, it's like first time the song. It's like, it's those stressful moments of like, even being like a musical theater person going, how can I now connect to this? Like, for me, I really struggle to connect with musicals. Like, I love Heathers, I'm obsessed. Watching it live, I still go, this could go wrong, this could go wrong, this could go wrong, this could go wrong. Because theatre, you get one chance. You get, like, one chance to do it all. Raw and real in the moment. That's yeah, what people about it, though. Like, with TV, you kind of get lost in it, because, like, you can do many different shots, different takes. You get it wrong, you do another take. With theatre, you're stuck on stage, you get it wrong. The show must go on. If you get it wrong, you have to make it a moment. Otherwise, yeah. you just... Stood there embarrassed. Speaking more about TV though, I I, I kind of wanted to talk about like how you can even tell now how much it's changed from like how it used to be to now. Obviously, now there's a lot more streaming services like Disney Plus, Netflix, Preview. I can't think of any anymore on the top of my head. Paramount Plus. There's that many that so many actors and different people are having to adapt to that format as well. Because, like, for years, like, we've actors, mm. older actors, not even older actors, like, 20-year-old actors, they're so used to, like, having a show which every week an episode would come out on television. It'd be at this time, at, for an hour at this time. But now it's like, oh, it's coming out today, and people could watch it now, people could watch it in five years. It's like, you never know when someone's going to be watching what you were in, because, like, Friends. Like, when Friends first came out, it was on for half an hour to an hour, however long Friends episodes are. I love Friends. And it was on TV for that amount of time, and they knew it was on. They knew it would be on at that time, and they watched it when it was on. And everyone loved it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's on Netflix, and it's one of the biggest, well, one of the biggest, like, known shows on Netflix. And it's like, now, anyone's watching it anytime, and the actors are not getting paid as much mm-hmm. as they should be. Which is the whole reason behind the actors, writers, video game people, 
strike because with the new like how the world is evolving actors aren't being paid and writers aren't being paid what they should be for how much people are watching these shows on these streaming services and it's that point of thinking is this change in this development of oh yeah we can have streaming services for people to watch all this stuff on is it working like it's working for two people in this series of things which includes many different people and the streaming service they're not getting half the amount of what they they should be getting it is unfair on the actors and writers because like think if you think of friends using that as the example think of how many times people have watched that show the writers and actors aren't being paid anything for you guys watching that show over and over and over again whereas if it's on television the actors who are in the shows are getting paid they're getting paid every time someone watches an episode or it's released into television without like appreciating all the hard work that into- yeah and like i remember when i was younger watching disney channel shows and like you'd be left at the edge of your seat after every episode being like no where's the next one like, i need to watch it now and like the anticipation and the excitement of like next week there's gonna be a new episode carrying on and i have to wait this whole week i have this whole week to build up the excitement again to have the same that was a great show now it's like next one next one next one next one oh it's over it's like oh it's over now what do we do now like, wait for the next one to come out and watch it. Let's go watch another season. Or let's go and watch another show. That is a bigger downside of the whole like streaming services. Because it's like I remember watching the newest Stranger Things when it came out on Netflix. I watched it all in a day, and I was like, "Oh, that was a really, really big cliffhanger." Now I have to wait like now because the actors strike like five years. The same with when Heartstopper came out. I'd love for Heartstopper to come out every other week because the episodes were that addictive. I'm so obsessed with the show, but I definitely would have appreciated it more if I had that, like, oh my God, I always got angry waiting for the next episode for the next week. But then the excitement would build being like, yeah, it's next week. Like with Marvel show, they do a really good job of doing the release every week and like a new episode, new episode, new episode. Like everyone <laughs> hates all the shows and I'm like, they're not that bad. They're just not what you want. You're, you're expecting Endgame every time, which isn't fun. It's really hard to pull that off. In every single project. It's not going to happen. You're not going to get an Avengers Endgame film. The reasons why Endgame was like one of the big things as well is because of the build up it got. Like, like everyone knew, Yeah, it, everyone knew that it, something like that was going to come at some point. And then it finally came out and it was like amazing. She's like, oh my God, I finally got this huge thing to watch. It's still like a good film, but if you go back and watch it, it, you don't necessarily have that feeling because like you don't have the feeling of going to the cinema after waiting for years for it. Yeah. And finally watching the film. Like, I don't personally think Secret Invasion, not Secret Invasion, Secret Wars in 2026, is it now? I don't think sitting here now in 2023... I don't think that's going to be as exciting as it was when Endgame and all that came out. I didn't watch Endgame and Infinity War when it came out because I wasn't a Marvel fan back then. But watching all the films in in a run and getting to that big finale, even I had that build-up of knowing this this has been a big build-up since like 2002 or really a long time ago. The date is 100% wrong, but... <laughs> But <laughs> like with this, we've had like how like am I be that long? I can't remember how long it was between the first few, but it won't. It's not been as big of a like. Oh my god, we're gonna get a new film where everything's this. Everyone now has that big end game expectation, so they're like every project. Oh my god, this character is gonna be in this. This character is gonna be in this. I'm like, no, no, they're not. Black Widow's not gonna randomly turn up in an episode of Secret Invasion. No, it's like it's like these characters are going to randomly appear with no reason to. Marvel aren't that stupid. Not every single bad villain in a Marvel show. They're not Mephisto, however you say that. Everyone. 
Oh, it's definitely Mephisto. Yeah. No, it's not. Wanda's going to be in this. No, she's not. And that's what I do feel bad about, like, ever-building universes. The way that they do things is that they can, like, build on it and they can go and, like, do it how they want to. Like, I think they've done it in a quite smart way. It's also they have, like, the time stone and all that where they can, you know, they can alter it. But, like, most of the time, no, this person is not going to come back. It's just how it is. I think one like downside of these big ever growing franchises is you get that high expectation of this character is always going to appear in this film. This character is going to always be here, and it's like don't give that pressure to these people because like with um, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, everyone was like, oh my god, the um, Illuminati. The Illuminati are going to be in this film. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. Their cameo, their cameo is amazing. They're meant to be there for like a couple of minutes. Then going, oh my God, they're so weak. You wanted them in this film. You got that. Stop complaining. By having people like begging for certain people in like a show, it doesn't necessarily make a good storyline because people expect like, they were like, oh my God, I want this person to be in the show. They're going to be in the show. But sometimes it might not always fit with it. But people put it in just because it's what everyone wants. But then because it doesn't actually fit, everyone just gets disappointed and they're like, oh, it's terrible. And with Marvel, like with the big cameos, they've been really good at hiding them. So it's not going to be your obvious, oh, this is going to happen. Like, no way home. I can say this, it's been out for you. Once again, it's been out for a while now. I can give spoilers for you stuff. But if you haven't watched it, go away. Um, Like, yeah, they, there was um, picture leaks of Andrew Garfield and... Toby Maguire on set. They, they were those releases and all those different things. But the actors were that good at going, no, I've not been there. What are you on about? Like Andrew Garfield, he was amazing at lying about it. The actors have ways of going, I'm not in, I wasn't doing this. Which even the fans who were like, it's a photo of him. It's like, no, it's photoshopped. Even I believed it because I was like so convinced, yeah, they're going to be in the film. Then it was like, maybe they're not. Maybe cause, like, Andrew's being really aggressive here. Like, no, I'm not in this film. We'll get over it. It's like, Maybe he's actually not in this film. You get to watch the film and it's like, oh my God, like they're showing up and it was amazing. Let the suspense happen. We don't want all the answers right now. Like with Doctor Who at the minute, completely jumping franchises, but they're, they're releasing so many different trailers. Stop. Just stop. Stop with the trailers. I don't want to see any more. But like when they're out, I'm not going to ignore them. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if yeah, you I'll release it, I'm going to watch it. Ruin the suspense or anything. Yeah. Because in November this year, they have the um, 60th anniversary specials coming out with David Tennant and Catherine Tate. She is hilarious. Um, They have those specials coming out later on this year. And, like, it's insane. Because, and they're back. They are back after, like, 10 years of being away. That is definitely, once again, not right. But I don't know time, so I'm just going to make it up. Like, after being away for so long and coming back and being like, we're back, we're, we're having another run, because, like... In everyone's idea of the Doctor, it's like he has a new face every time, like you're never going back, unless it's like a one episode thing. We have three episodes coming out with David Tennant back as the Doctor, the 15th Doctor. No one expected that at the end of the Empower of the Doctor, Jodie Whittaker transformation. Seeing David Tennant there was like, oh my God, he's back. And it's that big release, relief of like, Oh my god, we didn't know this was going to happen. It's amazing because we didn't know. I mean, on the topic of Doctor Who, the way that they do it is really good because the fact they only have, like, they have two actors. They have, well, not just two actors, but, like, two main actors, the companion and the Doctor, for, like, a season, or, like, a bit longer, um, is a really good way of doing it because then you have different actors. They portray the story in different ways. And it 
allows the show to carry on going. Like it's been going on for literally years. Sixty years. Still interested in it. Yeah. Like I'd say the fan base now is larger than it was to begin with because with the doctor, it's not this one actor stuck down for sixty years filming a show. It's new oh, doctors no. changing how the when the world's changing with it. Like it, it, the doctor changes with the world around it. Like if you look back at the first ever doctors, homophobic, racist doctors, sexist doctors, it's like obviously that wasn't great, but at the time it was normal. Shooty, shooty got her. Ha and we have a we have it's the first Doctor of Color, mm-hmm. which is cool. It's like it's really great to see, even though people hated the female Doctor, and we can have that gay like relationship portrayed through the Doctor and her companion, even if it's not a oh I'm in love let's show you by kissing and stuff like other Doctors. It's subtle, but it's there and it's so sweet. And something I love is there's always something out there for someone. To do like in the whole like TV movie theater type thing, because because TV shows don't have to just be acting; they can be documentaries, which I'm really into documentaries. Or they can be about different sports or anything like that. A big thing for me is definitely documentary type things for me. I'm obsessed with documentaries, and like I watched one recently. I can't remember who it was. It was a sports person, and it was like you get to see a lot more of their lives. Like, besides the sporty side of them, and they're like, oh, it's just really cool. Like, Taylor Swift, she has one out. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, but she's so, like, big-headed and, like, because she thinks she's the best. And I'm like, actually take a minute to watch a documentary. You'll see how much that pressure everyone going, you're the biggest person on the world. You see that pressure on her. Yeah, it's from a couple years ago, and she wasn't even that big. Now she's literally giving a lot of money towards the American economy with all of her tours in America. Yeah. Like, there's a statistic about that, like half roundabout. I think that's a really false statistic, but there's something like that, which I've read about a couple of times. It's insane to think she's given that much to America because of her tours. And like, I don't think I've heard, I, my TikTok was flooded with pictures of her tour because she is that big and she's amazing. And like her music and her, the way her, the way she does her old like business is amazing. And that's kind of like what you don't see behind big celebrities and all that. Like any celebrities, actors, or even like sports stars, TV hosts, game show hosts. Like the whole, have you heard about the Hollow Willoughby and Philip Schofield thing? No. Philip <laughs> Schofield, he just this morning. Have you heard of the show this morning? Yes. I don't know if I'm The two hosts of that are Hollow, were Hollow Willoughby and Philip Schofield. He had some rumours come out about him after his brother was on trial for paedophilia, about him having a relationship with a younger guy who was a runner on the show. And I'm not getting into that side of this because I don't know the details on either side. It could be true, it could be false. Let's not do that, guys. Don't wish death on people. Definitely not celebrities. They already have enough problems. Many people have problems. Don't do this. But Holla Willoughby, she's had so much hate since then because... Everyone's like, well, they were best mates. She had to have known, just get her off. Like, she received so much hate that she took a hiatus for a while from the show because it was like that much. And it's like, it's not fair because we have no evidence that points towards Hollow Willoughby being involved in anything that he did or didn't do. And even if she did, like, yeah, it's not the best, but we don't know any of the details of that weird relationship. We don't know when it started. We know the rumours, and we don't know how much she did know if she did know anything or if she didn't. Like, hating on celebrities in, of any type, on anywhere, it's not fair because it leaves people, even when they have done th- things wrong, it leaves people similar similarly to 
Caroline Flack. I mean, celebrities already have like most of their lives plastered on the media. Like, they yeah. already have barely any privacy as it is. So when problems yeah. like that like arise, people don't help anything. They don't make it any better. Yeah. A couple years back, there was this TV host who pre- presented Love Island, Caroline Flack. She was actually like um, accused and arrested and charged on assaulting her boyfriend. And was that was that great? No, obviously not. But the hate she got from that, even though she was a great person and she she admitted to it and all that stuff, she was a lovely person outside of that incident. She got that much hate from the press after that. So much hate mail and like suicide, like pro, like pro, like provoking things. She ended up killing herself. People need to keep their own business. Yeah. Because it is seriously none of your business what anyone does. Because the only reason why you know of the, all these bad things these celebrities have done is because they plaster their lives or get their lives plastered across the media. You would not have a clue if Philip Schofield, the person, had done any of the stuff he'd been accused of if he wasn't famous. You wouldn't have that opinion. You wouldn't be able to have that because it wouldn't be any of your business. So why is it any of your business? Yeah. Does he deserve punishment if it happened? That isn't anything to do with any of us so what i do is as human beings not just you guys not even not even you guys if you are listening not just you guys who would be listening us as well why do we all sit there and judge people especially celebrities who we don't know exactly business like expectation and like stuff like that a lot of people online and they're plastered i already said plastered over the media i'm saying it again plastered (laughs) over the media their lives aren't private People like celebrities, footballers, people like that, they always had the expectation, like their highest expectation to be perfect. And people don't accept it when struggling a bit. We don't know what's going on in their personal life. You know Will Smith? Yes. The thing about the Oscars, we have no right to judge him for going up on stage and slapping Chris Rock. Dude on stage. <laughs> Was it Chris Rock? I think it was Chris Rock. Should he have hit Chris Rock? We do not promote violence here. Do not hit people. It's not a good thing. But does that mean he didn't have the right to hit the person who was making fun of his wife's like illness? Question mark? Just making fun of someone else. Thank you. Like his wife. Making fun of his wife, full stop. Like nothing gave him like he had he had some right to go up on that stage and be like, stop talking about my wife. Mm. it's like and we have no idea what happened to him that day like we have no idea what physically had happened in his day before that anything could have happened to make him worse and you can't tell me if you had a a wife or a boyfriend or a partner who you cared a lot about and someone made a joke which really could have made your partner like insecure and upset you can't tell me for a second you wouldn't want to do anything about it yeah it's someone that you love if he was Obviously, he's going to love his wife, like, loads. So, no one should talk about someone else. Like, I can't say the word, but you get what I mean? Yeah. It's just, try and keep your opinions to yourself. And I I am also in that category of telling people that. Because I don't. I'm really bad at keeping my opinions to myself. But... (laughs) It's just advice I think a lot of us need to hear, including myself. Like, I definitely need to work on keeping my opinions to myself because it would definitely get me into trouble. But it's just trying to consider what is going on in the person's life you're talking to mm-hmm. because you really don't want to make people's days worse and make it to the point where they could do something to themselves if something like that was to happen. Because similar, similarly, 
how do you say that word? Similarly. Similarly to um, Caroline Flack. Her getting those death threats and all those comments, everlasting comment that pushed her over the edge and now she's gone people can be cruel don't hate on celebrities yes she did a bad thing are you perfect i'm not i've made mistakes which i wish, wish i could get rid of none of us have done every single decision right in their life no one has you wouldn't be human otherwise you make mistakes you learn from them it's like just get over yourself anyway <laughs> As well as it being positive, no. As well as it being a negative environment for celebrities, like for a lot of celebrities, it can also be a positive environment. Marcus Rashford, is he the guy? Am I about the right guy? He's the football guy, right? Yes. All the good stuff he did, like with the charity work and all that. He provided free school meals for everyone over lockdown. It shows all the good things celebrities can do. When I think of like a celebrity who's genuinely done stuff to help people, besides themselves, besides their friends or like selective people, like small amounts of people. He comes to my mind because he helped so many people during lockdown, all of the key workers during lockdown. But you've got to think of this logically. The people with the most money, let's be honest, who can help with that money are celebrities. They have all this excess money, like, well, not necessarily excess, but they'll have loads of money and some of them will literally sit around doing nothing and waste it. Well, there's some people good in the world who actually help those who need it. Like, yeah. I was, I mean, this is to do with the Christmas Carol, but, and that was in the Victorian era. But a statistic that I remember is that 40% of um, Britain's population is controlled by 5% of the population, which just showed how uneven that is. And then we had a question after that, which was, it has changed a bit, but it's still a very much benefiting middle and upper class. Homeless people, people who need to rely on charities, food banks, soup kitchens just to survive. And something for me is, these big celebrities who are young... Like we have celebrities coming up from like... What was, was Taylor Swift? How old was Taylor Swift when she first did her first song? Was it 15? Mm-hmm. Something like that. She was like teenage years when she um, first came celebrity. And it's like... Yes, these people who have been in the limelight since they were children, Disney Channel stars, these kids who have been on TV since they were tiny, and not all of them are going to have this whole, like, oh, I am I am so lucky. Because for some of them, it's become nature since they were born. It's like, these kids, yeah, maybe they are going to be a bit like, oh, I'm the Disney Channel star. Like, yeah, they might be, because it's insane to think from that young of an age, you have this job which you genuinely love. You can't expect all, especially kids who are celebrities, to be all like, Oh, like, I'm so lucky. I'm not going to talk about this because I don't want... I want to be respectful for you guys because how would you react if you had the star role on a Disney Channel show, Nickelodeon show, big film? You're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm in this. Like, it's so good. It's like, you're not going to be all like, yeah, it's chill. Because it's not chill. You're in a big film or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It depends how... It's it depends how you react on that. Because you can be excited. You can be proud of yourself. You're like, oh, my gosh, that's a big role. But it depends how you react to the people. If you change, like, if you become a horrible person and it all goes to your head. Or if you just stay normal and you're just, like, a nice person. Yeah. It's one of those where, like, any celebrity, you're not always going to have the best time. One thing people really need to stop doing is sexualizing celebrities. Because they already have the pressure of, like, you guys see every aspect of my life. Then they have people going... Oh, I would do anything for you to do this. And it's like, let's not. No. 
No, we're no. They are still human beings. They are not toys. They are not things you can just make a comment and be like, "Oh, they're famous. They won't see my message." It's like, why take the chance if you if you have that thought of like, "Oh, they won't see my message." Well, it won't affect them because they won't see my message. If there is a because, don't do it in the first place. Most of them probably have that idea in the back of their head, knowing about everything and like stressing over it and all that. But they just have to put on a brave face and just go out and pretend it's all. Especially women in the media, and it's horrible to go back to that stereotype, but it is that a lot of women get people on their like comments. Like, there's a YouTuber, Piper Raquel, she's like 16, I think. She, like, do she, how can I put this? She posts stuff on her Instagram freely, like, she doesn't care. Like, she does post stuff in, like, swimsuits and stuff, but, like, what what 16-year-old girl doesn't, give or take? Like, I, like, a lot of people do, and, like, there's no problem against that, but she let people in her comments going, either the dramatic way of, oh, my God, like, I do this, and it's like, no, 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 she's, she's 16, no. But then there's the other, there's the completely opposite side of, like, Oh my god, she's 16. Why is she wearing that? She's such a, she's such a and it's like, no, we don't need either of you guys. <laughs> it's because one, any type of language like slut, that type of language towards anyone in any context, one, it's um sexual it's actually classed as sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And two, it's just wrong. And also it's it's not your business. Is that a polite way to say it? No. Do you guys deserve it if you're saying those things? Yeah. It's just one of those. It's like it's always the story of Emma Watson. I think it was when she was when she yeah. day she turned eighteen. I think the day the day she turned it's horrible. The day she turned eighteen, she had the press managing to take pictures under her skirt because she was no longer like a minor. She's now an adult, a legal adult, and it would be fine. Fine so, quotation marks. <laughs> I see that quotations. It's and like it's horrible. It shouldn't happen to anyone, whether you're, no matter what your age is, anything. Or your class, your celebrity status. One, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Don't do it. Yeah. And two, it's illegal. It's actually illegal yeah. at any age. It's just like. What goes through your head to go, hmm, let me now I'm selected 18, let me get a photo of her skirts. It's like How does that go through someone's mind? It's like wrong, horrible, and imagine how she feels. Like imagine how she felt as a new like a newly adult having someone break that wall of privacy. And knowing someone had a photo of of what is up her skirt. Like, think of how, like, impactful that is. Would you like, the best way I can put it is, would you like someone to walk in on you and take a photo of what would be up your skirt if you were wearing a skirt? No. Exactly. It's like the best way I can put it is anything we talk about on here, if you wouldn't want it done to you, don't do it. It's because 
I don't understand why it goes through, through someone's head to go, yeah, what's on my to-do list today? Get an photo of Emma Watson's skirt. It's like, no. Just don't do it. But also, I know, like, the whole sexualizing idea, it happens a lot in football. So I know so that's something you're passionate about, and I know you want to talk about that. Yeah. But I know that happens to a lot of celebrities, because the main one that comes to my mind is a man. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on the name, because I do not know football. Jack Grealish? Yeah, is he yeah. a person? It is, yeah. is he the person? I think he's the person I'm on about. I don't know what you're like, going to say. <laughs> I know a lot of people who like go on about him a lot and like how oh he's so sexy and whatever. It's like so even to me, and that that language is like no, like he might he might take it as a compliment, but to me, even hearing it, it kind of goes like you don't know this guy. You saw him run around, kick a ball on the field for like what, ninety minutes, like. I mean, yeah. I was about to say, you wouldn't say it to his face, but some people do. Some people just straight up go there and, like, say it to people's faces. The best thing I can say about this as well is, if you wouldn't say something to someone's face, don't hide behind a screen and say it. Yes. Or how about, how, how, how about, don't do it at all. Anyway, speaking of football, what more did you actually want to talk about? Hopefully it's a lighter subject. Well, um, I mean, it's kind of about... I, I mean, this is always... I've always dealt with this. But, you know, with the um, men's football, better than girls' football, women's football. I mean, just for starters, one thing I have to say is it's called the World Cup and then the Women's World Cup. Why not the Men's World Cup and the Women's World Cup? There shouldn't be like, oh my god, this one's more important. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And one story that I it happened recently. Someone put online. They said um, something about I'm really annoyed. This is like the fourth time in a row that this person has not not this person that this team has not been broadcast online. However, literally. Barely any women's football was ever put online. And literally, I know about the Women's World Cup, there was talk about it just not being broadcasted at all or it barely being broadcasted. Like, I could only watch it for the first two matches on, like, ITV2. But near the end, as, we, you know, we got to the final, which is more than the men could do, just got to say, um, we made it to the final, and then I could only watch it on, like, BBC One and ITV2. Which I feel like if it was the men's World Cup, everyone is there. Like, oh my god, it's the men's World Cup. Like there's this huge build up and it's on everywhere. Literally in lessons, teachers could give us updates on the matches that we had. But then women's football, I know it was like during the holidays, but no one knew about it. No one said anything about it. It's insane because I actually have for once I actually have a story about football. Um <laughs> I was doing um, my work experience at the end of last year at a primary school, my, my primary school. And I was in year four. And I'm going to have to share this. 
Let me think. I might reword that completely just so I don't... Because I don't know what I'm allowed to... Do you know what I mean? With, like, confidentiality and stuff. You do okay. I might not even mention that. I might yeah, just go... Yeah. I, have, like, I, I have an idea. Sorry. Something happened last year. And, like, I, we were having this, like, discussion, like, me and a few other people. And this, this other boy, when... We were watching news round, and it was like, this boy went... Boys football is so much better than girls. I don't want to pay attention to this. And, and like, one of the ladies there, like, she she kind of went, why not? Like, women are better than, better than men. Which is true in the context of football because the women are doing better than men in football. I don't even watch football and I know that. Like, I, mean, I know, I have the littlest interest in sport. I don't like football, but even I know that the, the women are a lot better at the games than men are. Like they won, they won the Euros last year. Euros? Considering the fact that yeah, we won the Euros. Considering the fact that we have less experience, less opportunities. Like boys, usually, like stereotypically, have the, they always have the opportunity to play from a young age. Like you start at like four years old, and you can go up and possibly play professionally. However. For me personally, I could not find anywhere for me to play football. And, you know, when I'm going against teams, I don't have that experience. Like, I mean, some teams I'm going against now, they have been playing together for years. But my team specifically, we haven't been playing together for as long as others. So we are less experienced. We have less, like, ability to go forward because we haven't been able to play as long. Yeah, like I remember when Rose was looking for a football team, and she literally—I remember her saying, "Oh, you have to look for one." And it was like, I understand like you have to look for a team anyway, but kind of sitting there thinking, I'm like, I you always hear, "Oh yeah, this this has a boy football club here, boy football club here." I don't think I've ever heard once, besides when you first got your football, of a girls football team in our local area. Gen- genuinely, and that's just shocking. But like, I remember the boy. Sorry. Um, the boy, he he was like having a big argument, and like me and a few other people kind of went up to him and were like, "You can't speak like that." Like these kids are being brought up with this idea of men are better than women, or women are better than men, and it's like we're as good as each other. <laughs> like we're all good at different things. Like Sky, Sky is really good at football and really good at acting. Thank you. Whereas I'm a lot stronger with my singing and I'm better at editing than they are. Like, yeah. we have different strengths and, like, together we make a really weird random group therapy episode. <laughs> like, we all work, like, this podcast, we don't just have men, we don't just have women. We don't just have non-binary people. We have a mix of all of us and all of us make this really enjoyable series for us. Not even for you guys, like, this is fun for us to do, even with the stress. It's like all these different things make or make it fun for us as well. Like in a world of just one gender, one gender which is better, it's never going to be as fun as like football, for instance. Like I never understand why there's a men's team and a women's team. Like I get like ideally like, oh yeah, I can't tell this is still recording because my theme's just gone not responding. That's not good. 
Still recording for you? Yeah, I've got the thing in the corner. Okay. As long as it's still recording. But I never understand, like, the whole stereotypical, yeah, but men are stronger than women. I'm like, so what? <laughs> like, have men and women on the same team. Like, I know it's probably not how it works, but I don't care. Like, I don't think anyone would care if we had a team of, like, mi- like same ability men and women on a team too. I know it also depends, like, biologically on how, you know, men and women are biologically made. But it shouldn't make a difference, really. It doesn't matter. And, like, I don't remember what I was going to say, but, like, <laughs> it shouldn't matter. Something. Like, people have, like, people might have been actually good at things, people might have worked on it, but everyone can have the same ability, everyone can work on something. <laughs> yeah. You've just brought a great argument for me to do football, actually. Men and women, right? Yeah, we have men, cis men, and we have trans men. We have cis women and trans women. Oh, no, but they can't play together. The cis, the, the, the trans women have to play with the men, and the trans men have to play with the women. Because... Oh, so They're well. stronger than them. It's like, get over yourselves. Also, like, her, like, a trans woman or a trans man would have gone through so much just to, like, you know, have themselves accepted as who they are and, like, all of that stuff they have to go through. And yet, they, the one thing preventing them is who they, they're saying, oh, no, because of your actual gender quotation marks which is not true um you have to play because of your sex basically Mm, that's the word (laughs) it's ridiculous but like in my head i'm like okay so what do you expect the many non-binary people who do like to play football where are you putting them then oh yeah because you're originally a girl you have to play with the girls no I, I, I chose not to be a girl for a reason, like, for instance, not me, but, like, you know, like, I chose to not be this for a reason. I'm not going to go and be forced to play on a team full of people who aren't like me, like. And then they won't even enjoy it anymore because they won't feel comfortable and it's not who they are. Because then they're being stereotyped into the girls' team or the guys' team, and it's like. But they're not. They're not a guy. Then, then, then there's also the opposite argument of then people being like, "But they're not a guy. They're not a girl." It's like, yeah, they know that. They they know they're not a girl playing on the girls' team. They know they're a guy. They know they're non-binary. They don't get a choice. It's like just not even just with football. Well, there's so many different stereotypes which are crushing people's dreams in any field. Like anything we talk about today, movies, theatre, school, even. Because in movies and TV shows and theatre, there's always the fat role and the skinny main character role. And if, if, it's, if the main character is larger in weight, it's always... Their character is their weight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The weight is the is is the character. It's like um Tracy from Hairspray. The whole film is about her and her body. It's like, so what? Like, 
people like me like, i'm 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 self-conscious about my weight because i know i'm like i'm more overweight than most people that shouldn't mean i have less chances of getting certain roles like yeah i know for some roles you need a certain body type for some and like for some roles it's always gonna be that way and i get that but it shouldn't stop you from getting every role because yes of your body and it's it's also the point of like you're even in football and stuff if you haven't got the perfect like fit like if you're not the best at this or the other if you're not fit enough to play it's like oh no sorry you can't do what you like doing because we don't think you're fit enough it's like and even in that it's also like really stereotypical because actually a lot of people who might be like you know bigger than other people or like considered it they might actually be faster stronger and like have loads more stamina than you and can actually beat you in the entire thing. But then they don't even get a chance. Like, no, you can't play. Yeah. And like similar argument for musical theatre though. Yesterday, the girl who played Martha in Heathers for me when I watched it, her voice was insane. But obviously Martha's character is Martha Dumptrug, like she's a nerd, she is overweight. The char- the character on a whole, Martha, is overweight. This bigger girl is a nerd who is disliked by everyone not popular at all and it's like it's really upsetting to know that this girl who has one i would say one of the best voices i heard last night her character then is the the only time you get to hear that is for going one song for the rest of the show she's like oh i'm the stupid girl who's like really this that the other it's like you have a great voice that you could be doing so much more but this character is all based around this certain stereotype. Especially with characters that, like, their role does not depend on what they look like. Like, you could have an entire storyline that does not talk a thing about the person and, like, how they look, anything like that. Just, like, a story. And yet people are still picked, like, and stereotyped into role. Like, this, this is one for me I always pick out, pick up on. JD from Heathers. Mm. Never once spoke about if the character is larger, smaller, really. Only just that he's a mysterious guy who likes to kill people. It's like, you never really get that bit of like, oh, he has to be this certain way. But like, mm. I know if I went for JD, I'd never get it. I'd end, up, I'd end up getting like, one of the teachers or the dads, or like because of a certain way I look. Yes. It's just ridiculous of how our world is. And, like, even so, is that, like, for example, like, in the show, obviously, Veronica's the one that, like, she's like, oh, my God, Katie's so hot. He's amazing. But everyone has their own, like, idea of what, like, literally everyone's beautiful. It doesn't matter what you look like. or anything. You're beautiful inside and out. You're amazing. Everyone is. Unless you're a cruel hot person, but you're still beautiful. <laughs> but, like, it shouldn't depend on like who gets picked for the role. You've, whoever's got the right voice, whoever's amazing, whoever can act it well, should be the person picked for the role, not based on how they look. Yeah, and it's kind of depressing thinking this is the world we are living in. Like, and it's there is nothing that's going to change that. And as much as we're like, yeah, positive change, that isn't going to happen, and we have to kind of realize that. Because there's no way you can change 
everyone's opinion. You can't make everyone believe that everyone is beautiful because it's physically impossible. Because, yeah, there are so many people who do believe that everyone is beautiful and everyone deserves a chance. But there's an equal amount of equal amount of people, even more, or maybe even more, who are there like, no, you need to be this certain weight. You need to be doing this at this age. You need to be vaping at this age. You need to be doing this. You need to be not a good child. And it's like... Sad reality of it. It's like we don't need this in our life, but it's we're gonna be there. It doesn't mean we can't try though. Yeah. I think this whole point of this group therapy us ranting episode is to kind of talk about these giant topics that needed to be talked about all at once, kind of. Because it's been nice, at least for me, to be able to rant about all these things which I do highly care about. Like the different stereotypes and the whole pressure of everything for actors and celebrities. It's been nice to kind of rant about it all and kind mm-hmm. of go, let's just calm down for a minute. Let's all sit here, rant together, and just take a second. And if there's anything we've said in this episode which you disagree with, and you kind of like, even if you agree or disagree, put it in the, like, Q&A box below and tell us how you guys are feeling about the stuff we're talking about because we'll, we look, we'll love to hear your opinions and read them all because everyone's going to have a different opinion. And we, we value your guys' opinion on the episode, on what we're saying and our opinions and your opinions. And honestly, I think this has been one of my favourite episodes to film. Because it's been so, like, chilled out. Or it's just ranting whenever we wanted to. And about whatever we wanted to. Yeah. Mm. Not as much pressure. Like, we've got these subjects that, you know, we might not be able to talk about, like, as a whole, just as a whole episode. But they're still, like, equally as valuable to talk about. And also just catch up on get other people's opinions. Yeah. Thank you for joining me for this episode, Sky, because I know you have a lot of homework you need to do and it's now very late. <laughs> don't worry. And thank you for you guys for listening, to be honest, because I don't think we do this enough. Like, thank you guys for actually sitting and listening to it. And, like, <laughs> we, are, we are really grateful for everything you guys do as well as what we do. So it's just, like, a little moment to say thank you. And join us next week because it's one of these two episodes. It's either (laughs) it's either self harm awareness with Elliot, or it's insecurities with Rose, depending on which episode gets on first. So see you next week for whatever episode it is because it's going to be a good one either way. Bye. Yes.